I'm Nathan Tanner. Welcome to the Not Your Parents Workplace Show, where each week I share one lesson that will help you grow your career. This is episode 10, and we're going to discuss how lifelong learning will give you a competitive advantage in your career. I'm also going to share the future of this show, why I'm going to hit pause on YouTube, and why I'll be doubling down on the podcast. Let's jump in to the topic of learning first. The days of going to school, getting a degree, and being done with your learning at graduation are long gone. If you're banking on what you learned in high school or college to carry you throughout your career, you're in for a rude awakening. I recently read that 50%, 50% of the skills that we've acquired are going to become obsolete every three to five years. The workplace is more dynamic than ever and new technology has accelerated that rate of change. I've said it before and I'll say it again. To thrive in today's world of work, we must constantly learn and constantly grow. But if you're listening right now, you probably already know this. I think the need for continuous learning has become self-evident. So what do we do about it? Here are three ways that you can make learning a competitive advantage in your career. Number one, read. Read a lot. The average person reads less than a book a year. You're not here to be average. One of my favorite professors at BYU finished the semester with the following words. If you leave here with only one thing from this class, I hope you'll leave having committed yourself to a consistent reading program. His recommended reading program didn't just focus on business or career, but topics that would make us better human beings. In 2014, I was challenged by someone I admire to read 30 books a year. She told me that not all readers are leaders, but that all leaders are readers. Reading 30 books a year seemed out of reach, and I didn't think that I had enough time, but I decided to give it a try. I made the time. I read 30 books that year and have done so every single year since. The benefits I found are real. And 30 is not a magical number, but I challenge you to find time to read more than you're currently doing. Number two, learn a new skill. In episode seven, I shared that there are essentially two paths to becoming very successful. The first is to become the absolute best at one specific thing, something that's actually quite hard. This is the, the Michael Jordan example of, of basketball. And the second path to get there is to become very good or the top 25% at two or more things. When you learn a new skill and combine it with skills you already have, the effects are compounding. Think about it. If you're a good salesperson, how powerful would it be if you were also an Excel whiz? If you're a software engineer, think of how far you could go if you were an excellent writer or a powerful public speaker. And if you're an investment banker, think of what you could do if you had, well, any additional skill beyond making PowerPoint decks that nobody actually reads. Sorry, iBankers. Several years ago, I decided to take a free online course that taught basic programming skills, and I later learned SQL. 
while I rarely, okay, never, actually use these programming languages as an HR leader, I currently work very closely with engineers, and this knowledge has helped me build credibility. There are so many resources available, many of them that are totally free, where you can learn how to develop new skills. Number three, experiment. Okay, this is where I'll jump into both the conception of the Not Your Parents Workplace show, as well as the future of it. Several months ago, I had an idea. It had been five years since I published my book, and it was also at a time period where many, many people were losing their jobs. The number of jobless claims were increasing exponentially, and we were heavily impacted by the, the COVID-19 period. And I decided that I wanted to do something. I decided that I would start a YouTube channel making videos of five to 10 minutes in length, focusing on career development topics and helping people who had lost their job or who were just struggling in their careers. And I made a commitment up front. This was an experiment and I made the commitment I was going to make 10 episodes. 10 episodes, and I would wait to judge the value of the experiment at that point. And along the way, I also decided to turn this into a podcast. And if you've watched both, you've noticed that the, the content in the podcast and the YouTube are the same. And at the end of this experiment, which is where we're at now, episode 10, I decided that I was going to pause YouTube. I learned along the way that while people liked videos, uh, many of the people who are in my audience or who are young professionals, uh, mid-level professionals, people wanting to grow their career actually prefer podcasts. And that was where they went to for career advice. I also found that this uh, process of making YouTube videos was taking me a lot of time. The process of editing and all of the different steps that you need to take was a very big commitment and this was done at night or on the weekends and so at the end of this now where we've hit 10 episodes i have made the decision to double down on the podcast to go all in on the podcast and i found that this will still allow me to create new content to share that content with other people while lightening the burden of, uh, of making that content. Okay, here's the challenge. And this time you actually get a choice. The first option is to think about how many books you read over the last six months, then double the number of books that you're going to read over the next six months. Option two is to run an experiment. Try something new, start a blog, start a side hustle, start a project at work that is outside of your comfort zone or outside what you would normally do. Start something, commit to doing it for a period of time. Maybe it's a month, maybe it's a quarter. Hold off on judging the success of this experiment until it is fully complete. Then you can gather feedback and iterate. Make the decision at that point whether you want to move forward. To recap, we can commit to a life of learning by doing the following three things. Number one, read. Read a lot. Number two, learn a new skill. There are so many resources that are here to help you. And number three, run an experiment. Focusing on these 
three things will give you a competitive advantage in your career. That concludes another episode of the Not Your Parents Workplace Show. Thank you for joining. As I mentioned earlier, I'll be going on a YouTube hiatus. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss future episodes. Next week, we will cover what Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr can teach us about the importance of discretion. See you then.